Here we go. This is what you wanted to hear. Welcome to the press box. What am I signing up for here? It's a huge fuss. Massive fuss. Jason, before every single show, says we have to be punchy. This show has never been punchy. You just put me on mix now. Oh yes, welcome to the Press Box. It's going to be a punchy edition, I feel like, tonight. Great to be with you once again for 2022. Sam Tugwell's here. I've got Dale Fletcher with me. No Jace Kemp, which might be a reason behind the punchiness. Dale, welcome to you. <laughs> hey, man, how you going? Um, yeah, real punchy uh, tonight. Uh, <laughs> without uh, Jay Kemp blabbering blabbering on uh, uh, all episode and uh, pushing it out to over an hour, so... Uh, this will be punchy. Well, we'll do our absolute best. It's uh, not only because Jace is away that things might get punchier too. Um, I- I'm the only one who's actually well enough to do this podcast tonight because I hear that, Dale, even though you're present, you're not too well. What is going on? Well, I have some hot off the press uh, news. Uh, oh, can for, I use uh, the stinger? Is, oh, it, is it that big? Well, yes, it is. All right. Please, Go. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to beat around the bush, but uh, I have COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> positive. <laughs> <It's a> positive. <laughs> the, oh, the, no. only, the only positive thing that's happened to me all year. No. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> well, that's that's horrible to hear, mate. How are you feeling? How are you holding up? And how many days in are you? Uh, I don't know. All the days end in why, don't they? I, I, I haven't really added them up. Um Started started last Friday morning, so wow. was it now Wednesday night? So um, I think it's ne- next next Tuesday. So next You're Tuesday, out. I'm uh, I'm out. So, but uh, geez, um, <coughs> first forty eight hours, you, you wouldn't want to go anywhere anyway. Trust me, it was. Uh, <laughs> Pretty, pretty brutal stuff. So it's uh, as advertised. Uh, the old COVID. Oh, I, I bagged, I bagged uh, the crows last week with the COVID, and yes. uh, seeing I live at Westlake's, uh, <laughs> they might have dro- driven around and uh, spat in my letterbox. Yeah, they just handballed it into your uh, front yard, mate. Well, <laughs> are you feeling okay now? Like you've obviously felt the full effects of it. Then you're on the mend. Yeah, I think so. Um, just um, the. I had some pretty uh, pretty big headaches, which uh, I've had a few headaches uh, in, in my time after probably one or two many um, shandies the night before. But uh, <laughs> yes. this is uh, this is uh, stone cold sober um, headaches, which has been a little bit weird, a little bit um, yeah, intriguing. But uh, in the first forty eight hours, that you, you get the old. Uh, uh, fever and you know it's trembling and hot and cold and stuff like that and um, luckily not much of a sore throat. I hate sore throats with mm. a passion. Um, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate it with the, <laughs> oh, fear having a sore throat. But it wasn't that bad. And uh, but uh, yeah, it was the fever that got me. And literally every three and a half hours on 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 the mo- on the money, I needed Panadol to calm yourself down and uh yep. but uh but we got through it so um yeah well, hopefully touch wood yes on the uh on the on the back on the, <laughs> on the back end or through through the worst of it phil that's really good to hear mate i'm glad you're on that on the mend at least because the last thing we need is a soldier down uh with covid properly <laughs> uh so we can't get through another week of the press box but it's good to see you mate you're up and about and um look like you're fit and firing 
Oh, I don't know what Jason's excuse is because oh, I'm he COVID positive and I'm still here. <laughs> exactly so. right. Well, the thing is, he might not be home, whereas you are. You're forced. To, you've got no excuses. You've got nowhere to go. So I think I he might be out and about I tonight, know. which is <laughs> he's got a life uh, unlike us. As always, as always, this is this is the highlight of my week. But uh, this week, this is de- genuinely the uh, highlight <laughs> of, <laughs> of the week. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, let's try and make this hour a little bit more brighter for you because um, we got lots to talk about. Plenty to get get into uh parser fast is loaded you have had enough uh, time to just sort of sit scrolling on the internet so you found plenty of things to talk about for parser fast <laughs> apparently we also have an exclusive for a route of the week so just just sit tight we'll get to route mm. of the week a little bit later in the show and you've got yourself an exclusive to break for us on the show so i'm looking forward to that as well yes can you give yes. us a small tease is there anything is it is it what what is a sport related what can we what can we get <laughs> just the, quickly what's it, is it it's sports related right and uh specific sport uh, no, no, no. Just, oh, I can't just, even get that. D- 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 no, just keep listening. But it's uh, it, 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 it's real root of the week areas. Trust me. Okay. It is, <laughs> I'm ready. It is, it is, it is grassroots of the week uh, right. for sure. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's that's what I like to hear. Stay tuned. Root of the week exclusive coming up. Uh, but first, we will get to the Crows HQ shortly. There's some developments that have happened in that space uh, over the last seven days. So we'll talk about that soon. But first, we have to start with basketball, which we don't often do on the show, but the Adelaide 36ers, geez, they've had some sort of week. If you don't follow basketball too closely or the NBL, you probably missed a handful of these bits and pieces, but some really interesting things going on at the Adelaide 36ers. First of all, and most notably, I would think, is uh, the GM of basketball in Jeff Van Groningen has decided to step away yesterday. In fact, that was Tuesday. Uh, He's decided after two and a half years at the 36ers organisation, which he contributed heavily mainly to list uh, management uh, and, and probably his legacy will be best known for recruiting Josh Giddy, who ended up going number six in the draft and we know what he's done since NBA All-Star in his first year as a rookie. He has done a, a great uh, couple of years worth of service to the Sixers but has moved on uh, very, very quickly, quicker than many might have thought. But Dale, it's uh, it, it, it came almost as a surprise but almost not as a surprise as well. Can you tell us why? It came as a surprise to me. I didn't think... Um uh, uh, JVG would be leaving uh, any time soon, but um, it was it was an interesting one because um, uh, it, it was on your show. It was on with Rowie, yep, uh, wasn't he on 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 Tuesday? Now, did, did he say he still owned part parts of the team? What's yep? Because I, I thought he owned part of the team. He does. So he is a uh, a stakeholder in the Adelaide Thirty Sixes organisation. He is stepping away. Uh, from his job as GM of basketball, but he's not stepping away from the club as a stakeholder. He said that uh, that is more of a um, financially uh, tactical move for him, uh, business-wise, that might just makes sense for him, but also um, the decision for him to walk away just from his job and his position um, was a completely different uh, uh, kettle of fish. So his his... If you want to listen back on uh, on the Rowie Sports Show podcast, you can you can go back a couple of days to Tuesday and hear uh, exactly how he wanted to explain it. But um, he kept it pretty general, I think, which is how he likes mm. to do things <laughs> publicly, <It's>... old Jeff. <laughs> well, uh, speaking to the man and and, and knowing the man um, for the last couple of years, um, great if, man, by the way, he is a very he's a great man, great basketball man. Um, mm. the, 
been around the league for decades, but uh, if, if he's if he's stepping away, he's uh, he's definitely got a better gig to go to for a start. Yes. But uh, you don't uh, you don't leave a, a plum position like that if you don't have uh, something a little bit better lined up. Uh, that's for certain. But uh, interesting uh, during the season uh, as well. Um, Especially now, after all the Isaac Humphreys uh, saga, um, um, after he, you know, out for the season with a knee injury, and there's, you know, there's innuendo and rumours flying around about him, and now there's a an import which uh, is potentially coming in. You know, could you know, who is it? Were you know, we'll, we'll, we'll divulge that a bit a bit later. So the timing of Everything is just a little bit, a uh, little bit interesting for me. So um, I think there's more dots to be connected uh, behind the scenes. But uh, if uh, JVG leaving, um, yeah, what, what, watch this space really. And uh, I think that the, well, the Sixers need someone in that role ASAP because you know it'd be yeah. like the you know, the Crows sacking Adam Kelly or the or Adam Kelly walking away or Chris Davies walking away yeah or something yeah. like that so there's someone in that position needs they, they need someone now and especially when they're searching the globe uh, for that third import spot uh, which that person or that player could potentially um, send the 36ers into the playoffs so they're probably one piece short to uh, being uh, really competitive I think it's and as you said it is interesting he has had a couple of years now at the 36ers if you look results wise on the ladder Sixers last year geez, they were hanging on for dear life they were pushing making a late charge for the finals but they really never looked like they were in it um, and and this year they're also sort of in a similar boat so his couple of years at the Sixers haven't been overly successful when you look at the results results side of things but also I, I wonder what the what the thought process I, I heard um, Rowie on our show today put it quite well I thought maybe there's uh, two, you can't have more than you can't have two roosters in the hen house um, perhaps as a saying which I think meant Jeff was basically running the show when it came to list management which is which is great if you've got someone who can get you some really great guys into the club and in the team and that's a fantastic thing you need that sort of asset but then if you've also got the coach who wants to get a particular set of players too but someone is basically recruiting players that you don't need or vice versa it's it's a bit like who's really running the show here it, does that really start to I suppose question the best way of practice for a basketball club and, and the best way to work together that's the biggest knock on on Jeff uh, Van Groningen was you know he, he would recruit all these players and uh, even before even if you go way back before Connor Henry was even signed as as the coach um, um, Joey Wright was there JVG had, had, no, no jo, uh, after Joey Wright had left so JVG's been through that saga yep. with the with the Jerry Wright uh, Kevin White saga, um, they've been through two years. Obviously, COVID affected, but you know the uh, probably the home crowds haven't been as what what uh, the club would expect. But you know, has been a pandemic, but uh, and there has been you know uh, bubbles uh, all over the country. So, uh, but the the Sixers have been. Um, Barely competitive, you, you could probably say that, that at best. Um, mm. The no playoffs, so haven't been in the playoffs since what 2018 when they made the grand final series. So um, haven't even been close to to, no. to the playoffs. Um, the, the the only the only 
good um, uh, recruit that uh, JVG brought in, as you men- uh, mentioned, was uh, was Josh Giddy. So, um, and uh, we, <laughs> it didn't have to be Ray Charles to work out that Josh Giddy was going to be good. But, um, um, but uh, the the. For him to to recruit players even before recruiting a coach in in any sport that would be that that would be super tough because you can't you can't recruit a roster it doesn't matter what sport it is um, before a coach and then to have and then to sack a coach um, you know one year into what a, th- a three year deal and then to bring in a bring in a new a new coach or rookie coach in C J Bruton and then pretty much hand him a team which he hasn't had pretty had no say in yep. in recruiting um that that cj bruton's on a on a hiding to nothing really because he's mm. he's walked in he's going to coach this team when he hasn't been able to recruit anyone and the only person that uh, cj bruton's brought in is uh cam besto who arguably is the Sixers' most important player uh, right now so uh be interesting moving forward um, uh, if uh, CJ Bruton has uh, more of those uh, recruiting decisions. And uh, I just wonder, Tuggers, is if uh, everyone sat down in the sixes and was nutting out this third import and whether um, um, there was a, a few arguments behind closed doors that might have uh, generated what's uh, happened in the past 48 hours. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the import side of things because that is just yet another development which happened in the last little while. It's probably the last half a week or so we've started to hear a bit more about it, started to get a bit of a groundswell of interest from fans across the country. The Scotty Hobson, former NBA player, former Melbourne United boy, which you uh, like to follow closely, Dale, and also played for the New Zealand Breakers a few years back even further. He's set to possibly join the Adelaide 36ers as well to end the 2022 season. How likely are we looking at this? Scotty Hobson, he'd be a huge get. He's uh, probably 98%, I'd say. Um, wow. At this stage, I'd be I'd be I'd be very I'd be very surprised if it wasn't uh, Scotty Hobson um, the, coming in. It was around about this time that uh, all NBL clubs are looking for for um, the import market, you know, the over in the G League, and you know the the NBA rosters are set now, so there's a lot of a lot of free agents uh, now. They either come come back from come back from the NBA to the G League, and then that obviously knocks some G League players out, which obviously the the import uh, pool is it grows, uh, especially with talent. And uh, if there's you know clubs all around the world, you know uh, uh, on the back end of their season, you know if they can. Make their roster better for that the back end for the playoff push or you know, to a championship push. Really, um, you'll probably see some moves um, um, in the not too distant future, and not just at Adelaide too. So, um, to, to Adelaide need need to get better, need to get better quicker, and uh, bringing in Scotty Hobson is uh, clearly going to make uh, the thirty sixes a, a hell of a lot better. Well, let's talk about him just quickly for, as, a, as a player. For those who may not know who he is, what would he bring? What kind of player would he equate to for those fans out there who want to know what will be injected into this team? Well, two years ago, uh, Scotty Hobson arguably was the MVP of the NBL. Um, he uh, was he's um, a swingman, uh, probably a, a shooting guard, small forward. You know, the six seven. You know, he can handle the ball. 
um, is a real finisher. Can 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 finish a game. You know, you can um, throw him the ball um, um, and let, let him do his job. So um, he can get to the basket. He can he can shoot from shoot the three. And he can get teammates involved. I think the one. The one positive is he won a championship with Mitch McCarron last year at, at Melbourne United, so there's that that chemistry is already there. Um, and then just the, that is probably the actual player that um, the 36ers need right now. It was either it was either like a it was too like guard heavy or too tall heavy. Too needed tall, that yep. needed that swingman type uh, person. Uh, Todd Withers plays that role. Um, to to an extent, but uh, Scotty Hobson is is definitely a, a class above that. So yeah, that that will open up open up opportunities for every, every other player on the roster. So you'll see Mitch McCarron will probably score more. Um, mm-hmm. Daniel Johnson will probably score more, and then Dusty Hannes and Todd Withers will probably be open more purely because Scotty Hobson's. Uh, Tough bugger to guard. Yeah, he definitely is. Like when you say, I think he's got very much Mitch Creek vibes about him, where he's he's that finisher, that executor, and can play both sides of the court, which is exactly what you want as a uh, that guy who's tough to play on at both ends, and and he can definitely add to the scoreboard, as you said. So he's going to be a really tough player to stop if the Sixers complete that deal. How soon do you reckon we'll see that? I spoke to the Sixers on Wednesday afternoon. They said there was no uh, announcement. Incoming, but um, I, I get the feeling it might be done by the end of the week. They they need to move. They need to move now. Uh, was there twelve games into their season? So you'd think in, if Scotty Hobson's not playing in three or four games' time, then um, it's probably not going to happen. Um, but uh, they, they need to bring bring uh, someone in really quickly and, um, and and get them accustomed because you can't you can't be chasing chemistry and and a winning streak at the same time because that, that doesn't happen and especially at this at this level uh, in the NBL. Um, so I would I would assume that uh, Scotty Hobson would be a thirty sixer if he's going to be a thirty sixer, which I yep. think he will be. Uh, he'll be a thirty sixer before uh, we record again. All right. Well, there you go. We've got seven days to see if it plays out. The 36ers <laughs> are currently five wins, seven losses. they got two games to go, one Friday night against Illawarra, and then they're back home on Sunday afternoon against the Sydney Kings. We'll see if they can get to 7-7 seven and seven by the time we next speak and maybe have Scotty Hobson Ooh. under their wing. Now, before we move on, Dale, we have there's another player who has made a huge statement in the last 48 hours as well. Interestingly, uh, we saw a tweet pop up online. I think it was on maybe Monday night from former 36er Jerome Randall, who really did have some interesting things to say about wanting to return to the NBL. But then I managed to get an interview with him on Rowie's show on Tuesday, and he went on to say this. I'm more interested. I'm not sure that the interest is from Adelaide at this particular point, but uh, my heart and my soul and you know my love, everything is, is still with Adelaide, man. Like, I want to finish there. You know what I'm saying? Before I hang it up, and I don't have too many years left in me, not because I, I can't play, but it's just, you know, I'm, I'm moving on to something different. But I definitely want to, to play one more year in Adelaide and just give my all for the city because I have so much love for that place, man. And I feel like they deserve, you know, some excitement and someone to come out and, and work their butt off, you know, for, for those fans. He wants to come back 
Jerome Randall. Would we welcome him back for a third time if he wants to return next season, 2023, Dale? No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't at all. Uh, the um, chips are all in with uh, Mitch McCarron being uh, being the point guard. Even though uh, I did see on on Sunday when I was watching the game that uh, um, CJ Bruton did move M- Mitch McCarron to the shooting guard spot, and uh, Tad Dufamire played pretty much ha- half the game uh, as the point guard. So uh, they, they could throw a little bit of a spanner into the works. Maybe they're trying to run a, uh, a run a different point guard uh, with with McCarron on the floor, but. Uh, if they wanted, uh, if CJ and the Sixers wanted to go down um, that route and play uh, Mitch McCarron as as a shooting guard, then uh, it, Jerome Randall uh, could be an option. But uh, I, I I don't really see it uh, happening. Um, it, I think he's thirty four now. Yeah, thirty four. He'll probably be thirty five next year. <laughs> In a league like the NBL, that's. That that that's too old. Even given mm. all the runs on the board, you know MVP, you know um, the superstar of, of the league. That was you know that that was six five six years ago. He, he first touched down um, um, at the thirty sixes. So coming off an ACL uh, injury as well, so he probably would have lost a step. And it, I, I wouldn't personally. Um, I know Grant Kelly's a big fan of Jerome Randall, so yes. uh, he, he he probably has the deciding <laughs> vote. So, uh, it probably has nothing to do with what what, what I reckon. But uh, could we see Jerome Randall this? Uh, there's probably more chance of seeing Jerome Randall this season in mm. 36's colours than next season. Well, he's he was voted as the fan favourite of the NBL for a couple of years uh, toward the back end of his career here at the NBL. Jerome Randall, he was loved by just about everyone. He had nicknames coming out of his uh, ear holes with the, you know, the Randall too, too Hot to Handle sort of thing. The Randall Mall was named after him for a while there. He, he was like the Eddie Betts of Adelaide in basketball terms for a while and he was just so much loved. But interesting whether you'd welcome him back not just for a second stint, a third stint. He's He's gone away and come back before, so it would be interesting if we saw it happen again. But Jerome Randall, we'll watch that one play out with interest <laughs> as he aims to return to Australia in 2023. It's just going to be up to the Adelaide management, that is. But uh, let's move on. Footy to get stuck into, Dale. Uh, we spoke about it last week, but some interesting developments in the last little while. Over the last couple of days, we've heard reports that there might be a new uh, HQ option for the Crows. Let's have a quick listen to Triple M, the rush hour, where Andrew Jarman had a, a, a little bit of insight, he reckons. The Adelaide Crows are sniffing around the West End Brewery site. If they can pull this off, they will build three ovals. MCG dimension, tick. Adelaide oval dimension, tick. And a women's oval for the AFLW ah. girls. Now, Dale, let's be upfront straight away. Jars hasn't got the greatest strike rate when it comes to male, but this would be interesting. Are they sniffing around at West End? Well, first of all, I think Jars has listened to us last year <laughs> when I mentioned after the West End sale that it would be the perfect place for the Crows to build their new headquarters. It was like this is twelve months old, and and he's if he's right, then we were right first. We had it first. <laughs> I had it first. My idea, but yep. um, but uh, let's hope this mail is correct because I it it, it is. It's the best spot. It's better. Uh, clearly be better than Brompton. It'll get built. It would be better than Brompton. Brompton. 
um, uh, straight out of Brompton and across the yes. road to um, <laughs> to the brewery. But uh, I can make makes total sense for mine. You know, you can have the club rooms, you have the big car park, you have the three ovals. You know, you can. It, it, there's a revenue stream there if you build a big enough car park for people like me that park at the entertainment centre and get the yep. tram into town every day. So there's, you know, you get your yep. nine to fivers paying their five or six bucks a day. Um, there's you can tram to the oval. Yep, trams there. Tram back. You know, there's a brewery there. You can brew your own beer. <laughs> it's all. <I> think- <laughs> it's all there. And, and uh, what about the crowbar? What about oh, that? Oh, well, the crowbar. The crowbar. I like, I like the sound of that. I think the beer side of things are moving on, but I'd like to think that they could keep some of it. At least that would help with the liquor license issue they were talking about a while back. Yeah, oh, but jeez. Yeah, it could be, could, be, could be the, the crow's, crow's Christmas lights on the That's on the right. Banks. All that sort of stuff. The crow lights. There's lots yeah. to, lots of positives. That, that'll be the last time Archie sees those lights. Trust me, that happens. <laughs> oh, come on, you come on. You gotta you gotta head down and look after the kids. It's a, an amazing an amazing thought. And we, as we said, we've discussed this before, West End. But if there's a little bit of a, uh, we heard from Polygra about two or three weeks ago when the uh, the tender was officially made by the SA government that uh, it wouldn't be the crows going to Brompton. Uh, that from Polygra, the builder who the crows are looking to go with. They are assessing three other sites across South Australia and Adelaide. Now, they don't particularly have to be around the CBD. They could be anywhere. They could be, heck, they could be Morfittville for all we know. After we were talking about that a few weeks back and we floated that as a thought. You know, it could be just about anywhere. Could this be one of them? Uh, It could well be. And we just don't know what the Crows are up to at the moment, whether they really are all in on Thebiton or if they're even looking at Thebiton again as a backup option to some new ideas that they're looking for. I feel like Thebiton's always going to be there. I feel like, personally, Thebiton's just that, the perfect second option for if all other options are exhausted. And it sounds mm-hmm. like right now the Crows haven't exhausted all their options. It sounds like they're still looking. Do, mm-hmm. do you get that feeling? Oh, yeah, for sure, because... Cause Thebiton for mine isn't an option. If Thebiton's your your option, then you stay at Westlake's. If it was me, because it's it's Thebiton's too far away. It doesn't tick any boxes. It's just like moving to another Westlake's. It mm. it doesn't do anything at all. It it doesn't tick any of the boxes that they want. So the the, the brewery site ticks every single box. And it's 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 big enough, you know. The, 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 there'll be no issues, or, there, or I think <laughs> I think there'll be no issues with the uh, with, issues. with the soil content. <laughs> it's probably better than the, yeah, uh, the might, other one. <laughs> there might there might be might be a bit of beer in the soil. You'd think, but um, you know, just no Thebiton. Just display, and this is coming from a poor man. Like the 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 brewery site makes. Total sense. Mm. Just, just do it. Let's hear from Mark Rusciuto, current uh, board member at the club. He uh, responded to that on Triple M Breakfast. It's a big site. It's twenty acres. Oh, so therefore you know that. Well, okay. you know we've been looking for sites for a long time. You're right. I'm being serious. Three overs. Uh, I think you do. Who, who's got three ovals in the competition? Well, you could be the first. You could be innovators. I was finally got one wrong. <laughs> no, oh. It's not even for sale yet. Uh. So he knows that as well. <laughs> oh, oh, all the stars are aligning. 
they, they played it up pretty well. He didn't want to say much, but what he did say was interesting nonetheless. Maybe there's a little bit more going on. But if Rue's talking about the details of it, maybe he knows a bit more uh, than, we, uh, than we would assume they would if they weren't looking at it. But at the same time, I feel like too, when I, and I said that before, the Thebby's a perfect second option. They haven't exhausted all first options. It does sound like they're doing a fair bit of work on Thebby as well. They don't want to get behind and lose any opportunities while they've got the time. I think they're still putting a fair bit of effort into Thebbidon. So who knows where this will land. But geez, if West End ended up being a, a real option for the Crows and they were able to find some sort of deal... That would be an outstanding find. Oh, for sure. It, it, it's 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 the best option. It's the best option. And and hear, hearing Rue in that grab, uh, it's happening. It's done. Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> You're sold by that be, right there and then. There'll, there'll, be the, there'll be the Sam Tugwell car park, 1A. There, there it is. It'll just drive in there. There you go. Why do I need a car park? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't need a car park there. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you got to Tuggers. You're a crow's man. That, that it's the best spot, isn't it? Oh, it's by the best far, no. I, ideally, you want a tram line. You want it right next to the city. You want it. Yeah, exactly. It's better than any aquatic centre. It's better than that. It's it's the best option that's been uh, touted ever. I think. I think if you went into North Adelaide, you were better. I think the aquatic centre was by far the best option. We know the tram line's going to go up O'Connell Street one day. It's it's all starting. But Thebbin, um you know, it's it feels like it's just a bit too far away. The South Road uh, redevelopment's coming through in the next 10 years, so that's just going to be a, a, a construction site again for another half decade to decade. Mm. So it, it isn't ideal for the Crows. They'd have to do some sort of lease deal with the Sandful and the LA Footy League and all that sort of stuff too. So it's just a messy situation for another five, six, seven years, whereas at least finding a new spot, maybe starting from scratch, maybe just owning the whole thing and building from ground zero all the way up to the top and then finishing it off in two years or whatever it's going to take them. That, that is the best possible option for the Crows. And if it's closer to the city, the better. So, yeah, I would have loved to have seen the Aquatic Centre. I would have loved to have seen Brompton. But uh, if Thebiton ends up being worst case and they have exhausted every option, then I think I'll be satisfied. But still, you'd, you'd like to think that they have looked at every possible option before they go there. Just do it, because you know you know the address of the West End Brewery, don't you, Tuggers? No, Port Road. Oh, now that's not what we need. <laughs> Scratch it already. I, I don't want it. We can't go to West End. Scratch that off the list. We can't have that. Crows headquarters, one Port Road. Uh, let's <laughs> now, Tail. Uh, how are we going to do this? We, we need we need to get to our segments without Jace. How are we going to do this? Well, well, first of all, first of all. You need a segment, Tuggers. I need a segment. You need a segment. You, it's been uh, been three years, and and I I, I pretty much bring ninety five percent of the content to this uh, podcast. J- Jace when he rock Jace when he rocks up, maybe uh, about three and a half percent, maybe. Um, <laughs> what have I brought? <laughs> None. <laughs> You bring skill, mate, but you need a segment. You need, you need, need, right. you need a segment. You need something, okay? Because just, just give us something. Like, All right. Something. So I, I need a segment. What am I, what am I going to bring? Because I, you guys have got some well, niche stuff. Parcel fast is good. Rude of the week's a little bit different again. What the heck can I bring? Well, I reckon Sam's mailbag. 
Oh. Sam's mailbag. Oh, oh, that's dangerous. Oh. <laughs> real, oh, I like real, it. Real, real footy show. <laughs> so I will make you know Sam's mailbag or Sam's. What about? Well, you could copy. Uh, or no, 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 copy. A share, share yes. an idea, and they're not copy. No, not no, copy. No copy. No, we're not copying anything. Everyone copies our ideas. So, or maybe it's about time we copy someone else's <laughs> ideas because everyone <laughs> copies ours. Uh, what about Sam Six? Sam six, like a like a top six. Yeah, top six of the week. He could be Sam six of anything, you know. Right. Um, yeah, Sam's I don't mind that. Aussie top six for yeah. Pakistan. Yeah, top could be this week. Top six, uh, so, yeah, like uh, best Guernseys or something like that. Just all sorts or, of different or, stuff. Yeah, the top six. Yeah, you know, top six the, midfielders the, of the of the week. Uh, also, oh, you could do all sorts of that. I top like six, it. I like anything. it. Top six. What what about um what about power rankings on a similar list sort of idea? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Power yeah, rankings each six. week. Yeah. yeah, power rankings. All right. Well, yeah. well, well, we could come up with ideas for that. Why don't we? I'm thinking send it out to the listeners. If you have a Ooh. thought if there's a segment you've been this I know could be dangerous oh, but no, let's throw it out no. there Just especially with the surname you've got mate. <laughs> well the more creative the better uh, let's not get too oh, no. crude but let's come up with a segment our <laughs> listeners can help on the show we might as well get them involved uh, what come should on. my segment be if I've got one let's just let's create one 2022 new year fresh new content let's create yes. something different if you've got an idea, yes. just send it. Send it our way. We got Sam says. Sam says. Oh, so like a, like I've got some sort soap, of um oration. Soapbox. A soapbox. Yeah. Oh heck, soapbox. That's also dangerous. Sam, <laughs> Sam says, rub your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 come up with an idea, listeners out there. Get involved. Send it on the socials. My DMs are open. Wherever you want to send it in, just get it in. Send it to Dale. Uncle. That's right. Uncle Sam. Oh, God. Uncle Sam's. It's time to get off. We this. want you. It's time no. to get to Root of the Week. <laughs> oh, Dale, save us. Hey, we've got an exclusive for Root of the Week this week. So, we do. what the hell is it? Uh, more breaking news oh. uh, for, for, for Root of the Week. Do we, do we go uh, hot off the press here again? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Why not? Yeah, all right. It's a real serious Root of the Week. <laughs> Oh, I have COVID. No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, on the back of uh, Sam Tugwell pretty much taking over Root of the Week during during summer by making a comeback to play cricket <laughs> oh, and and just purely making a comeback j- just to get on the, the show every week and to uh, <laughs> pad his stats up. Uh, pad, pad his stats up, if I can spit it out. Um uh. Uh, I have uh, agreed um, to coach basketball again. Oh, no way! You can be so coach! I'm, in. <laughs> I'm back in. Maybe foolishly, but um, oh, I'm, wow. uh, I'm uh, assistant coach uh, for uh, South Adelaide Panthers uh, NBL1 men's team. Wow. For, uh, for this season and hopefully many seasons. Uh, uh, Beyond, wow! But uh, sort of come from uh, come from left field. A few few mates of mine have uh, signed on to to uh, get involved this year, and uh, got a got a phone got a phone call at about ten o'clock at night, and goes, "Oh, how about it?" And I went, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, uh, where we go? So uh, 
all in. How good say? Panthers. So go Panthers. You're a Panther man now. <laughs> so so what does he? Hey. What does the job entail? Have you how how long have you been in the role now? What what's what what's happening? How far are the space of season? I've got so many questions. <laughs> First game's April the ninth at, at at the Ark against get against Norwood. So uh, that, that's game one. Um, but uh, oh, oh, how many? I've been in the role now for nearly five weeks. I think. Wow. Five, four, yeah, month five you can weeks. Keep a so secret. I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can. So um, probably get a few uh, few stares and a few a uh, few messages from my mates now that uh, if <laughs> if they if they actually hear this. So uh, exclusive to. Um, uh, the press box, of course. So uh, it's, nice. it's not on any any social channels or anything uh, uh, yet. And uh, yeah, so it's just, it's always been uh, back in my mind. You know, I've been uh, well, I haven't uh, coached basketball for well, probably a decade um, now, or not not uh, not uh, at this at this level. So, um, uh, but surely it's like riding a bike, Tuggers. So uh, oh, yeah. the the the, fir- the first few weeks were. <laughs> A little bit scratchy when uh, sort of forgot what to do, but um, but uh, no, nah, we'll get get back into it and uh, where we go. So terrific. Uh, so root of the week material sorted. That uh, is amazing for, yeah, we, for, the, for the for the whole year. We will definitely be making sure this is root of the week. We'll be following just about every game. We'll be and our NBL one games are live on Ko as well, aren't they? So we'll they be are. able to see you courtside. Yes. Oh, yep. dear. I'll be on, I'll be on the TV <laughs> every week. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought uh, me playing cricket was going to be interesting root of the week material. Well, now we've got vision. Yes. <laughs> this will be good fun. All right. Well, well. <laughs> hopefully I'm just going to be uh, sitting there jumping up and down, screaming like a banshee and hopefully winning. That's, so, that's fine by me. So Dale Fletcher is going to be sitting there with the, the little whiteboard. 10 seconds to mm-hmm. go, final play, mm-hmm. needs to draw up a yeah. play, and he goes, mate, I'm going to look at my star report, and I'm going to ask for a little bit of razzle-dazzle. What, what's the instruction? Yep. What's Dale Fletcher like as a coach? Are you, are you down the barrel? Are you like a player comforter? Or what, what kind of coach are you going to be? Uh, you you got to be both, Tuggers. You, you, it's, I don't think oh, at co- coaching at NBL 1 level or professional level, semi-professional level, it's, it's, it's the coaching, I think, is sort of gone it's sort of it's sort of managing um different personalities so everyone who's on on the squad can play you know it's not like Mm. you know um you teach the players how to do the skills because they're all the all the all the guys in the squad have better skills than me so who am i to stand up in front of them and go this is how you bounce the ball no um it's it's more about managing the players and 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 creating creating that the 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 team environment so you can have you can have as much talent as you want but if if everyone's not together as a team and as a as a unit you're gonna you're gonna fail and as as the um Old adage is, you know, team of champions uh, will always lose to a champion team. So, the, hopefully, at the moment, we're we're putting together a champion team. Well, you've got the cliches all ready to go, mate. So you're going to be a brilliant <laughs> coach. Perfect, perfect. That's just what you want. One to week say. at a time, and we're going to win by fifty points. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope for the best, mate. We'll be uh, tuning in very closely. That is exciting news.
new assistant coach of the MBL1 South Adelaide Panthers, uh, Dale mm. Fletcher. Lovely to hear that. All right, let's get so, into... So, 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 so um, Scotty Hobson or Jerome Randall, if you're listening, just, just give me... <laughs> Time for pass or fast? Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Can Absolutely. Get... Farcical. It's farcical. 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 It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rules are a farce. Farce, farce, farce. What a farce. Absolute farce, that was. That sounds farcical. That was farcical. It's farcical. It was a total farce. It was a bit of a farce. It's a disgrace. Okay, uh, number one this week. Um, now, uh, footy jumpers. <laughs> we, uh, footy jumpers have reared their ugly head again. Uh, got a couple Yes. Uh, this week. The first one, I'll rip the band-aid straight off. Sydney Swans allowed to oh. wear their heritage jumper as their away jumper in Melbourne. Pass or fast? Oh, I knew this would tickle you this week. This one, this one, <laughs> I like because Sydney are a former South Melbourne team. So to go uh, back to their heritage over in uh, Victoria and the Victorian former Sydney fans, uh, former South Melbourne fans rather, to support them in that jumper, I think that's a great move. And I think that also because their colours are the same, uh, they're going to be able to interchange that pretty comfortably. I know where you're heading with this. You want to talk about why Port Adelaide can't wear the prison bar? Is it all about heritage or is it about colours? What is it, Dale? This is a pass for me. Oh, big pass. Uh, Swans um, being able to um, wear their heritage strip, that's a big pass, especially down in Melbourne. And uh, and Brisbane do it as well with they do. Fitzroy. They, they, yep. they should wear their Fitzroy jumpers every time they play in, play in Melbourne. That gets the, the old Fitzroy fans... Um, can wear their lion scarf and 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 go to the game and and cheer on same with the South Melbourne fans. So um, so th- that's good, massive pass because there's precedence now for the prison bars and the showdown. You have to take it off now. I'm loving it. Big pass. There's 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 literally no argument to stop it now. So that's. It could go straight into one of the passes of the year. Well, this is all about... It's all about the colours and the and the design, which I think is really interesting because, I mean, th- theoretically, there should be no issue because Collingwood aren't involved. Well, this, but somehow this, they find their way involved every time in this argument. Well, the only club that should be involved in this is Port Adelaide because the Swans are wearing a V jumper. It's our design. Oh, it's different. It's different. <laughs> yeah, I know. Again, but just like you said, Port, Ad- uh, Port Adelaide and Collingwood, that's also different. Uh, totally different exactly. look. Exactly. Yep. Precedence. Big it pass. Is, it I'm is all for it. Very, very big step forward, you would have thought. Big pass. Now, it's not the, not the only footy jumper oh. um, that's red as ugly head. Did you see North Melbourne's new... Long sleeve uh, jumper f- for this year. Uh, I think Jaden Stevenson modelled modelled it. Now, yes. if you if you if you have Twitter or um, Instagram or Facebook, you would have seen it. Yes, but uh, they've gotten they've um, uh, got rid of the stripes on the side on the sleeves. Yeah, and they've just got white sleeves. Yeah, a long sleeve. North Melbourne footy jumper with white sleeves. Pass or fast? Yeah, they're plain white sleeves. So plain lo- white. Long gone are those traditional awesome striped blue and white sleeves. It's now just plain white, and it looks like they've just grabbed a like a, a long sleeve white s- 
$2 shirt from Kmart and just chucked it under a regular footy jumper. It just looks awful. This is an absolute farce from North Melbourne. What are they doing going away from their roots? This is an amazing old jumper with the old stripes on it. Everyone loved that. I think every club was envious of having a jumper where you could do something so easy. Geelong get the big long stripes on the jumper as well on the long sleeves. It always looks great, but why would you go away from it, North? You've just buggered that up big time. That's a huge farce. Well, that's a massive farce. A huge farce. That just looks... That looks shit-ass. It lo- seriously. It looks like... Yeah, as you said, it looks like you, you, you're out of training on a cold night and you got the, you know, the white skins on underneath yeah. your footy jumper. That, that's what it <laughs> looks like. It's just... It's ridiculous. That's like, rush. And, oh. The the only the only way it was going to look even more ridiculous is if uh, our man Jasper Pittard was still playing and he he, he would have worn it. <laughs> he would have every Gee game. Whiz. Yeah, not Fair good enough. That's oh dearie me, huge fuss. Right, more footy, more footy, and uh, the MCG this week have uh, have released uh, what they're going to. Um, be serving for uh, for the fans when the fans finally are back, one hundred percent fans too. So uh, there'll be a hundred thousand Melbourne Bulldogs. Trust me, um, oh, round one sure. and uh, for sure. But uh, how about this week? They've the MCG have released what uh, what's on offer food wise at the G this year, and they've given red roost to the flick <gasps> from the G. So. Oh, no. Flicking chicken and chips from the MCG. Pass or fast? Well, I, I'm I'm offended because I think Red Rooster just <laughs> generally is awesome, and everyone else doesn't rate it. So to start with, Red Rooster is a pass, and I, I know I'm part of the minority, but give it a go before you judge it. Uh, but I didn't even know the MCG had. Red Rooster before this story came out this week, mm-hmm. and so that is, that's like that's fantastic. I know Adelaide Oval does um, Beyond India butter chicken, which is just out of this world. That is oh, a, that is well. amazing. That is an insanely <laughs> good part of the Adelaide Oval. Uh, but um, You're talking to, to the senior vice president of uh, Beyond India too, well, I think. Yeah, and, and I am the senior president. Now I'm telling you, the, <laughs> to, to scrap chicken and chips though, if you've got that, that is a staple. You've got to keep that. You can't go chucking hot chips and, and chicken out of your menu and replacing it with gourmet burgers and fancy foods that is not that is not being in touch with the footy fan whatsoever the 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 footy fan wants a hot pie he wants a chicken roll and he wants some chips with gravy simple or chips with sauce dumb bang done that's it with a beer Uh, what are they doing fast huge fast too politically correct fast if 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 they wheel out Salads and all of this stuff, oh, superfoods oh. and stuff that's only really going to sit. You know, make friends with salad. It's only going to sit in the fridge and go off. That, that, that's <laughs> pretty much the only. Like, no, like if for, for I, I understand you have options. All right, you got to have options. I yep. totally agree. Yep. All right, but don't put all the good. Put all what you think is good into the canteen or the kiosk or whatever you want to call it yep. and get rid of the good stuff. Yep. No. no. Seriously. It's like so, when the school canteen, Dale, goes, oh, you know what, we used to have get, pies, chips and, on, and oh. instead they scrapped it all for healthy foods like apples and bananas and uh, nah, it's just, it, it. no one will go back. Don't get me started on the school canteen after I started, <laughs> started primary school, trust me. 
<laughs> we have a whole episode about uh, the canine. But uh, I can understand have options, all right? But this is a fast man. Like the, 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 the fans who don't want pies and chips and stuff like that, don't go and buy it anyway. The, 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 you can still bring your own food. Like I went to one footy game last year with the family. We we took our food because you know what Archie eats. So you can still take your food, but you don't t- take it away for the for the masses. Like don't touch the staples. Leave them alone. Fair, fair dinkum. Fast, fast call. Radio. Next one. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we um, we bought um, Ash Barty to uh, Parcel Fast when she mm. uh, when she sculled the beer on um, on the Channel Nine set after winning yes. the uh, Australian Open. It was one of the, uh, the huge the, pass. It was it was a huge pass, and uh, <laughs> J- Jace actually uh, got on his soapbox for a bit there. He did, and, uh, <laughs> and one of the all time great. One of the greatest rants. <laughs> maybe not a soapbox. Maybe stood on a beer carton and, and uh, <laughs> had a bit of a bit of a bit of a go. But um, the said Ashbar Barty um, beer drinking episode on on the TV has uh, caught the eye of the consumer watchdog. What uh, during the week? Because they're investigating whether it was a paid promotion. Oh. Get off it. For drinking the beer on live TV. You reckon it was a live ad? So no. what about this? The, the consumer watchdog uh, interrogating our Ash Barty for drinking a beer on live TV, which they allegedly think is for money. Pass or farce? No, this is all on the back of one stupid tweet from one irrelevant now, decades-old Australian Idol co-host who, for some reason, a handful of people are still following and listening to, and he said that maybe there was something wrong with it. And now the consumer... What, no, come on, seriously. People need to grow up. We are all adults. We live in Australia. Beer is a thing. Beer we like. We were just talking about it being at the footy. It's it's a staple of our culture. And if you can't win your own home Grand Slam, the first person in, what, 40-something years since Ash Barty she achieved greatness on the world stage, we should be proud of her as the number one player in the world. She won her home Grand Slam. She can't have a freaking beer with her host broadcasters in, in our own hometown. Give me a spell. If we're, if we're investigating this for because for, there might be a little bit of money on the table, even if there isn't, or even if there is, I don't give a stuff. This should be okayed. This is an absolute farce that they are looking into this. We, we, we need someone to look into the watchdog. I think that's what we need. <laughs> we need the watchdog to look at the watchdog. Correct. We go up the food, I think we, we can... We can look into this ourselves. We'll start our own investigation, Dale. What do you think? Well, look at Jace. Jace can be the president. He can run this. He can run this watchdog organization that we build. <laughs> the press dog, press box dog, or something. The press dog. <laughs> the press dog. Oh, the press hound. There we go. The hounds. Oh, fast. The fair dinkum. I was talking about political political correctness before. Gee whiz. Yeah. The the the. the, the my eyebrows would have raised tuggers if all of a sudden, you know, Ash Barty started uh, um, celebrating with uh, a, 
lactose-free almond milk <laughs> shake in a in a as a shot in a little tea can or something like that that was that had a had a yep. sponsors on it, but <laughs> it's just a beer, mate. It's just Come a on. beer, and it's the only one that was there. Oh, 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 oh. Like, seriously, fading. <laughs> Far out. Just a joke. That's a that's a full blown fast. Right um, oh. now, last one. But uh, the best is last. Trust me. Um, okay. So, um, so Tuggers, you, you reckon I'm a hater of the Port Adelaide <laughs> Football Club because I'm a negative Nancy and always think they're going to lose. And yeah, you are. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I, just, I just know when my it's, team's going to lose. It's but, non-refutable. Uh, <laughs> but this man, I think, is might might have just trumped me because th- this man, Stephen A. Smith, uh, oh. before we here. <laughs> Over in the states at uh, ESPN, he is he bleeds uh, New York Knicks. So blue and orange and white, he bleeds New York Knicks. Now, for basketball fans out there, the Knicks have been shit house <laughs> since nineteen ninety nine. They haven't made the NBA finals since nineteen ninety nine. And being a Bulls man, that actually hurts because they've <laughs> they've made the finals before the um, Bulls last did. But uh, hopefully that's going to change. But uh, if press box listeners, if you think I'm a hater of my team, then take a listen to Stephen A. Smith on his beloved Knicks. The New York Knicks are a national disgrace, ladies and gentlemen. They're horrible. They are trash! (laughs) Horrible! No KD, no Kyrie, no Ben Simmons, and you lose a 28-point lead? The New York Knicks are trash! (laughs) He's unloaded. (laughs) That is a pass. But he's a hater. No. But he's a hater. He is a huge hater. (laughs) He is a full-blown hater. But you know what? I think that is fantastic. That is a pass. I think what he does is he doesn't predict them to be crap. What he does is he'll jump on after they've turned crap and he'll let them know that they've been crap. You, Dale Fletcher, on the other side, you just predict that every week Port Adelaide are going to be terrible and then jump on the bandwagon when they get good and they win. That's what you do. You're a, you're a professional hater. Stephen A. Smith's just a strong critic. This is a pass. Huge pass. <laughs> I reckon... Ne- oh, it's, it's, it's nearly straight in. Well, I'm going to put it in. It'll, it probably, it'll fall out by December, but it's straight in. Straight in pass. Stephen A, how good that's, uh, and uh, and the, that's that's going to warm us up for for this footy season, Tuggers. We need to bring that energy. Yes, we do. If either of our teams start zipping four, zipping five, I'm I'm I'm, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> I'm waiting so for that a rip in. national disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would add to our show big time if we could sort of end up down that uh, down that avenue. But we 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 have heard some really good uh, critics in the past in Australia, but nothing like that. Stephen A. Smith does it so much better than anyone in our country or in the world, really. Just sports. Uh, uh, critics and, and, and sports analysts he just unloads on anything he's passionate about I think it is it is amazing <laughs> he, he, he's very good very good and uh, it, it's 
as a Bulls, as a Bulls fan, if the if the Knicks are a national disgrace, then that that's nearly as good as a Bulls win. <laughs> well, mate, <laughs> we uh, we are coming to the very end of the show. It's been pretty jam packed, I tell you. But before we go, can I just can I slide in one last pass or fast? Oh, what in the bloody hell is going on in Adelaide? Why is our petrol a dollar ninety nine? That, if anything, is a national disgrace. That is the biggest fast of the year at this point. Dollar ninety nine. <laughs> What the hell's going on? It's it's easy, uh, Tuggers. Uh, I don't have to worry about petrol. I'm stuck at home. I'm, I'm <laughs> you haven't gone anywhere. You forgot got, what the outside spi- was I got, like. that, I got the spicy cough. Who needs petrol? I'm worried about Panadol. Panadol prices went up. I'd be a little bit, a little bit aggrieved. But uh, oh, jeez, seriously. Um, I've lived in uh, Alice Springs, and uh, I've seen, I have seen petrol for sale for three dollars eighty. Have you? At one servo in in the middle of Australia? Wow! Yeah, trust me. And because well, there's there's one servo that uh, one massive roadhouse on the turn off to to Uluru. And uh, if listeners that have been to Uluru, they would have driven past this roadhouse. It's it's like a mecca. Yeah. And they know that they are the only petrol station between <laughs> here and a big rock. Yep. <laughs> so they charge. And uh, it's... Oh, mate. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it would take um, the, the petrol tanker about five tanks of petrol just to get the petrol to the petrol station <laughs> in the middle of Australia. <laughs> But so dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine's cheap, mate. After you've, after you've lived in Central Australia, and that was ten years ago. That is. Imagine a, how much it'd oh, be now. Five bucks. That might be ten bucks. Uh, ten bucks. There you go. <laughs> Bugger that. Ten bucks. This is this is a but, huge but, disgrace. Dollar ninety nine. Seriously, <laughs> I heard Melbourne was two dollars five cents the other day on on Wednesday. That is. That yeah. is pretty poor. No, that would well, no, that, that would make sense. There's 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 a war about to happen, isn't there? Oh, gee, yeah. Well, then there'll be a war. Well, good. You got over if we, in Russia. If it goes Ukraine? past two dollars fifty, I'll, uh, I'll I'll just I'll, I'll give it up. I'll, I'll stay home. I'll just isolate for the rest of my, uh, my days. Get 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 the treadley out. Yeah, for, like, the, like the marathon. Yep, yep. Get the good uh, the pushy out. Jeez, yep. you need a <laughs> you need a better your skills up than last Christmas Eve. That was that was, oh. that was deplorable. Oh. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I thought I was okay. I thought your I thought your bike was just crap. It was this tiny little thing with bad handles, and uh, it, you needed the handlebars a little bit higher. It didn't quite. Uh, it was too low. I was yeah, I, I was yeah, falling well, over it. I'm too tall. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm just too short. Maybe. Well, we'll get to uh, the bottom of more big <laughs> issues like that next week when we return. <laughs> maybe Jace Kemp will be with us. Maybe we'll have a special guest as well because I'm hearing maybe, hopefully. we have a big I'm guest hope- that uh, just about every footy fan in the country uh, knows. So, uh, hey, fingers crossed. We won't pl- tease mm. any more than that. Let's just hope he comes on next week. Yeah, no, you've jinxed it now. I won't get the email back. Yep, so guaranteed. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Dale, that brings us to the end of our punchiest show yet, which still went for an hour somehow. Is it? Yep, uh, not really. Uh, but it's good to be back and, uh, and good to be in your ears. Uh, Dale, nice work and get better, please. We'll see you at ISO next week. No, yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, Tuesday morning can't... Uh can't come soon soon enough and uh but uh i've been uh been told that uh can't go straight out and 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 kick off my marathon training uh, straight off the bat so i gotta have another week or two off that so uh at least i'll be out of the house i'll probably probably walk around the block oh that's something at least good to see you mate get better uh we'll see you all as well next week